Welcome to The Other Side of Strange. I'm your host, Ben Porter. Today I've got a couple of uh, guest hosts. Uh, first of all, one that you recognize from a previous show. Nate, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Nate Barrett. And my other host, guest host. I'm Brant Galloway. Okay, Brant Galloway and Nate Barrett. You will recognize these uh, guys as co-hosts from our other podcast, Exceptionally Bad. So they're, they're film um, encyclopedias, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Children's encyclopedia. Like, we might be like the two least qualified members of the podcast. <laughs> so we got to meet Nate a little bit last time, but Brant, can you tell us, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about where you stand with things unexplained and paranormal? Like, what is your kind of viewpoint? Um, I will say it's been a little bit of an evolution over my life. Okay. So the first most majority of my life, I was um, religious. So, mm-hmm. you know, that leaves a pretty wide open door for a lot of, um, let's say, faith and like unexplained kind right. of phenomena. Mm-hmm. Or I guess uh, it, not defined by science. Let me put it right. that way. Okay. Right. There is there's a, a religious explanation for things, right? Right. Um, later in my life, I have transitioned a little bit to, um, I'm not religious, um, but do, um, I've always been, um, very heavily grounded in science and what I can prove. All right. Um, not, not to say that I have to prove everything, Mm -hmm. um, but I tend to put a little more stock into whatever, um, whatever is provable or evidence of, right. Um, while and I, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily a supernatural um, believer per se, mm-hmm. but um, I, I mean, I will fully admit that there's multitude of things that we cannot explain with science. Right. And so there's a wide open door. And so until we can explain those things, right. It, then it, maybe that we don't know. Yeah, right? right. So that, I, you know, I, I, I would say there's room for okay. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. All right. Well, today our topic is mirrors. At first glance, the topic of mirrors may not seem like a paranormal, unexplained kind of thing. But so many things about mirrors that fall into the realm of the unexplained. Okay. The topic of mirrors, I've talked to some people just casually as I was preparing this. You know, how do you feel about mirrors? And I get a range of responses from, it's kind of like clowns, where people either you know have no problem with clowns or they're terrified of clowns and some people actually really like clowns Mm -hmm. well with mirrors there are people who don't think twice about them being anything unusual there are other people who hate mirrors and are scared of mirrors and then there are other people who are like oh i love mirrors they always have my favorite picture in them and stuff like that (laughs) you know so it's like mirrors have a, a range of of things okay have you all ever been afraid of a mirror in your whole life? Usually in the morning when I look at it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Again, it's not the most beautiful picture at that time, right? <laughs> uh, so I don't know that I've been scared of them, but okay. like some of those funhouse mirrors are freaky. Oh, yeah. Like the distortions they do. Uh, and I say I don't love those, but I don't know that I've scared. Maybe when I was a okay. kid, I might have been scared of, oh my gosh, I got squished or whatever. Yeah. But I got a gigantic head. Uh, for me, it was... Um... Early on, the, the uh, what is it? Bloody Mary? Yeah. Bloody okay. Mary. 
Yeah, I'm going to say it one more time. Um, Don't! <laughs> we do have mirrors nearby, so... Yeah. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> so, like, as a kid, that was a big thing. It yeah. was, like, Ouija boards and Bloody Mary were okay. kind of, like, the two things that you just don't do because you, you don't, do don't know. You right. know, it's that mess around and find out kind of thing. Yeah. Satanic panic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we are going to talk about Bloody Mary tonight. And so, I'm, I'm going to ask you more details about your version of Bloody Mary. Okay. Because Bloody Mary is a very kind of regional type thing. The rules for it and what's supposed to happen and how it works are, are kind of different. So we'll talk about that in just a minute. All right. I want to tell you uh, a little bit about kind of the history of mirrors. So mirrors have been around for a very long time, like thousands of years. I read a post about that recently about like Did you? early bronze okay. mirrors. And yes, there's this thing on YouTube where people restore old things right uh-huh. and it's very relaxing and yes kind i of satisfying. Some of those. um and somebody i don't know if it was a youtube video but somebody was talking about how they had found this just a really old and it was literally just basically a slab of copper or something yeah. or brass brass I don't or what bronze it was. yeah copper any i think it was those, bronze because right. it was pretty old mm-hmm. and you look at it because it, it tarnishes right. right so like that's what i think of like when i think of that mm-hmm. and they buffed it up they went over like 60 different passes with right. different grits of whatever and, and mirror brilliant finish, right? shine i was like okay i get it yeah it's pretty crazy some of those things you could see reflection in oh yeah oh, absolutely yeah so uh one of my hobbies that i do is melting metals and i melt them into little ingots and ben, i melt Ben's an alchemist <laughs> <laughs> i melt copper and aluminum and brass and bronze and it's fairly easy to just buff those nowadays with power tools and stuff and buff right. them to a mirror finish. And, and they're absolutely uh, like a mirror. So that kind of mirror, the kind of yellow metals, yeah. bronze and brass and copper, which is not yellow, but it's not gray or white. Penny colored. Right. It's yeah. penny it's colored. Not, <laughs> anyway, those, those kinds of mirrors uh, have been used for thousands of years. The ancient, that's the kind that ancient Egypt used yeah. and ancient Greece and things like that. In some areas of the world at that time, they also discovered that if they had access to obsidian, mm-hmm. they could polish obsidian, which is, it, if you don't know what obsidian is, it's basically black volcanic glass. I actually have a piece of obsidian if you guys want to see it. Be careful because there's a sharp edge. But mm-hmm. this is... Um, oh, that's cool. It's actually... I've, it's got I've some brown seen, like, in it, yeah, right? I've only ever seen black. Yeah, so uh, this piece of obsidian is from... I got it in California, but I don't think that it originated in California. But it's got stripes of brown in it. But this is just a flake Very off cool. of it. And you can see how kind of shiny it hey. is, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't take much to actually... Well, it takes a lot of work, but you can polish obsidian to an absolute mirror finish and then use it as a mirror. So that was used also for thousands of years. So after thousands of years of using polished brass or bronze or obsidian, they started to realize, hey, if we can polish aluminum, we get a better reflection. Uh, it's a not tinted yellow. And so then for another thousand years or so they used polished aluminum and so the mirrors were metal right or Mm -hmm. and they also learned they could use silver silver is a whiter metal than aluminum and so it gives an even better reflection then 
in like the 1300s, they figured out, hey, we can kind of liquefy the aluminum and the silver and put it on the back of glass and then we get an even better thing and it's like cheaper you don't have to have a solid piece of silver or a solid piece of aluminum it's still very expensive right so only the wealthiest people had mirrors or at least glass mirrors it's kind of like a status symbol it was yeah and it's the kind of thing you didn't really carry around with you you kept it at home because even making glass this is done by hand they would make cylinders of glass cut them and then use wooden boards to flatten out the glass while it was hot hot. yeah um that's how they would like make it flat and then they do the chemical process of putting the the silvering on it eventually let's see it would have been in the 1400s they figured out hey mercury works even better and is is cheaper than silver and so they started making mirrors out of mercury and they did that for 400 years mirrors were made out of mercury uh the silvering was mercury and what happened is mercury's poison and so the people who worked on making these mirrors they would only live about 10 years once they started making the mirrors or they would so it's not like they make a mirror and then die 10 years later it's like when they're working in the industry for 10 years they die yeah because of the poisons of the mercury and they really wanted a way to do something different but uh, there was no other option that was kind of as good. And as soon as they finally got another option, uh, which is what we have today, which is basically aluminum, liquid, liquefied aluminum and with maybe some silver in it and other things like a better formula. Is it actually metal? I mean, I've seen mm-hmm. a couple of videos where people made mirrors and it looks like a solution yeah so it's it's um it is a solution of it's got the metals uh it's not like molten metal okay so that's what i'm thinking yeah Yeah. it's called oh man i can't remember the word but it's the metal floating in the liquid solution Okay. okay and so they can put it on and as it dries you get the silvering and then they put the gray back on it that we're familiar with Mm -hmm. that kind of protects it so it doesn't get scratched off and everything so that happened in the 1800s, around 1850. So if you have a mirror from before 1850, it's probably a mercury mirror. We've got a couple of mirrors here today, and one of them is a mercury mirror. Which it's Am not I going to be dead in 10 no, no. years? <laughs> it's protected. You're not going to get mercury. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to get mercury poisoning. Unless we break it and chip off the mercury and stuff. Still, you probably won't, because... If you start singing bohemian rhapsody you know we've been looking at that's right too long yeah (laughs) uh one of the things for 400 years people who made mirrors died a lot and so death was associated with making of mirrors okay but there's a lot of weird things about mirrors like for example uh when you look in a mirror you see yourself but it's not actually yourself right because it's backwards you yeah right you're holding something in your right hand your reflection is actually holding it in their left hand and now we are used to seeing that we see mirrors every day right but the people who don't grow up with mirrors back in the olden days that was very 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 off-putting and strange to see well that person is just like me but they're doing it backwards from me i 
I personally am so right-handed that if I left, if I lost my right hand, I'd probably starve to death because I don't think I can eat with my left hand. <laughs> and to see something, see my reflection holding something in the left hand, I'm like, that looks so weird to me because I can't do that. So you know? funny, funny that you mentioned that. So we were watching Black Adam last night. Okay. And my daughter commented, "There's a there's a scene where you know he's supposedly from ancient." car something like yeah, that right it's a old 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 civilization with yeah. no mirrors anyways he 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 kind of chills out for a second he's in modern times and he walks in front of a mirror and he just is kind of like transfixed for a second right and she's like uh do they not have mirrors and i was right. like no no no. mirrors are a relatively new thing yeah at least in for mass, the normal people mass. yeah right and you know the the story of that is he's a slave so obviously right. slaves aren't he rolling never around saw with a mirror, mirrors right. but it would be interesting to see yourself for the first time. And, you know, you see um, trail cams a lot of mm-hmm. times. They'll put them in the the jungle or something like that. They'll right. just put up a mirror just to see the reactions. Just to see what wild animals and they, do. And a lot of times they freak out because yep. they're like, predator right there, yep. you know? I mean, my kitten, the one that we were just dealing with, um, he, we have some closet doors that are wall-to-ceiling mirror. And... When he was first seeing it, he would just, you know, do his little Halloween cat thing and hiss at himself and stuff. He's like, there's another cat right there. He would run up and jump up and smack into the thing to attack him. (laughs) And pretty soon he started to realize, oh, wait, that's me. That's me. But the whole time he thought it was some other cat in his territory and stuff. Uh, So, you know, Bracken from our other show, Mm -hmm. they went out of town and we dog sat their dog, Stella. Okay. And... She doesn't bark a lot. You guys know her. She doesn't bark yeah, very yeah, much. But right. Like, we go to bed at night, and then she would just, every so often, bark, Hold bark, on. bark. <laughs> and I, I found out that she was seeing her reflection in our piano. Oh, okay. And so I had to... Cover the piano. I covered the piano with a blanket every night. <laughs> and my wife thought it was funny. I'm like, I, she just sees a dog. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's it's like, you only have one light, like the hallway light on or whatever. Like, I can totally see, like, from her perspective, like, there's a dog at suddenly a dog at the other end of the hallway and <laughs> yeah i mean it's if you're not used to it it's got to be weird and i think that a lot of the fears and kind of superstitions around mirrors started from the times where people i mean even victorian times when people not everybody had access ready access to mirrors everywhere right it was a still a status thing I mean, now it's like, I mean, I just said I have a wall of mirrors, right? So it's like, it's no big deal anymore. Yeah, that's that's all of our closets. Here's the question. So, I mean, water exists. Right. (laughs) And you can see your reflection in it. So why do you think that it would be a new and novel experience for people? That is uh, a good question. And my thought, because I I was thinking about the same thing. Uh, When you see your reflection in the water... And you'll see here, because I have a black mirror, mm-hmm. an obsidian mirror, that we'll be looking at. And uh, I'm sure you've seen this. I mean, look, I have an iPad. And if you look at your reflection in the right. dark, iPad is dark. You're not really seeing exactly you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like you know you know it's your reflection. You know it's you. But also, you kind of realize it's it's far enough away from you that you can use it and accept that it's... That's all it is. It's just a reflection, right? Yeah, it's it's not scary because oh, I'm looking in the water. This is obviously the surface of the water because I can see the fish underneath it, right? right? Whereas with a silver mirror, 
it's near perfect reflection back to you. You're getting the exact color, the exact everything. And now suddenly you're seeing yourself, every little flaw in your skin and every, you know, you can see everything. It's basically going from VHS to 4K. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. So... I, I think that that's probably what it is. I don't think that people were like, oh, who's that person in the mirror? You know, but it was probably but yeah. like, well, this is freaky. Well, what mm-hmm. about Narcissus? Well, what about Narcissus? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't well, that the legend of like, yes. Mar- uh, the, the Greek myth of Narcissus and Echo? He fell in love with his he, reflection. He sees himself as reflection in the, in the lake, water. And yep. he falls in love with himself and and he starves to death because he doesn't want to leave this doesn't beautiful, want to stop looking at beautiful person that he yep. found. And I don't know. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah, so it's like, I think that looking at your reflection in the water was always probably a thing that people knew they could do, uh, but probably they didn't do it as often as we look in mirrors t- today. Why do I look so much like an octopus? <laughs> <laughs> do you all know of any, like, traditional superstitions around mirrors? Oh, uh, like the seven years bad luck if, okay. you, if you break a mirror? Okay. Or is that on walk under a ladder? No, you're right. Uh, if you break a mirror, seven years bad luck. So that superstition stems from Roman times because so in ancient Rome what it was is that they believed that what you were seeing was actually your soul. It wasn't just like an image reflected back to you. You were seeing your soul in that mirror. And they believed that if you broke your mirror, you broke your soul. And your soul was shattered. But they also believed that your soul regenerated every seven years. And so that's why it's seven years bad luck, because your soul was going to regenerate in seven years anyway. But for seven years, your soul was shattered. So let's say you're like 13 years old, Mm -hmm. coming up on your 14th birthday. Right. You trip and you break a mirror. Are you good? On your birthday, or <laughs> right, are, are you exactly? locked in for another seven years? <laughs> yeah, like, that I, need, I, don't I know. need to know what the, the <laughs> right, what, what the interval is. How did is it there. work out? So, yeah. I think that's, I think that's where, like, you know how today, you can't change your health insurance unless you like, yep. unless there's a, a, a qualifying event, yep. right? Like yeah. a birth of a child, or <laughs> divorce, or death, or something. Like that, that also originated in Roman times. You fall and break a mirror. That's a that's a, re- that's a qualifying that starts event. the clock. It starts it over. It starts a qualifying years. event. Restarts that seven year clock. <laughs> that completely makes sense now. Thank you. <laughs> so much we learned from Rome. Right. So much. <laughs> Do you guys know of any other uh, superstitions? I mean, there's the Bloody Mary one, but that's it, it, that feels like it's separate. It's not yeah. necessarily about the mirror itself. So yeah, I'm I'm talking right now about specifically just with mirrors, not necessarily things to do in a mirror. <sighs> I don't think so. Okay. I'll tell you a few other ones that uh, we know of. So in the Jewish culture, if someone dies, then what you do is you you sit Shiva, and it's a mourning process. And during that time, you're supposed to cover all of the mirrors in the house. And that is that stems from an old belief that that demons like to visit homes where there's been a tragedy or loss. And... You can't see them when they're walking around, but you can see their reflection. And so you cover all of the mirrors so you don't see these demons huh. as they uh, are there because they're going to be there because of the tragedy. So have you seen the movie Constantine? Yes. So there's a portion in that where it 
sounds so, like a similar kind of thing. Like there's some kind of connection between demons uh-huh. and mirrors. In the movie Constantine, he uses a mirror to draw out a demon that's mm-hmm. possessing somebody. Okay. Because kind of like Narcissus gets enamored with their own reflection, reflection yeah. like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, they kind of leap to get the thing gets stuck in the mirror and then you shatter the mirror and kind of dispel them. One of the kind of constant things across a lot of cultures is that mirrors are portals mm-hmm. where spirits or demons or something can cross either one way or the other. And so that's probably where that comes from in yeah. Constantine. Have they you based... seen the movie Troll 2? <laughs> is there mirrors Tell in me Troll 2? Because isn't that how the grandpa... Oh, he yeah. talks to him talks through the to mirror, him through, like, right? The, the, the spirit shows up in the mirror. Yeah. That's right. That's a good point. A lot of cultures cover up mirrors after death. And the reasons uh, vary, but they're almost always related to, again, a spirit or a demon moving one way or the other. Mm-hmm. In Europe, a lot of the cultures think that if the living people catch a glimpse of themselves in the mirror after, like, at a funeral... Um, Sorry, the past people. You mean like no, the, the living past. people. Okay. See yourself. If you see yourself, okay, while you're at a funeral or shortly after a loved one dies, I gotcha. That that means like if you catch a glimpse of your again, this is a at a time when not everyone had mirrors everywhere, yeah. right? But if you catch your reflection in a mirror, then that means you're next to go. That's right? like the worst kind of catching the flowers from yeah, the, yeah, like right. the bride. Exactly. Right? It's, it's the funeral exactly. bouquet. Oh, no, oh, it's no. the funeral bouquet. Jerry, right? Jerry caught right. the death. <laughs> So is that now that I think about it, like the funeral homes have mirrors? I don't know. I, mean, I don't might... spend a lot of times in funeral homes. Oh come on! Just in the coffins. They they they, they might. Uh, you're like I'm usually downstairs, right. uh, <laughs> but, uh, except for maybe in the bathrooms. I don't know. I because I usually don't go to funerals at the funeral home. It's usually at, a, else, at yeah. a church of some sort. Yeah. So since it's tied to the soul. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cultures, is that why vampires have no reflection? That's exactly why that. vampires yeah. don't have. That's exactly why it is. Vampires don't have souls, so that's why they don't have a reflection. So my follow-up question is: Why don't do their clothes also not have a soul? <laughs> <laughs> so, but that doesn't I, hold true because my wife's a redhead and she can see herself. Oh yeah, and redheads don't have souls. <laughs> Gingers don't have souls, right? <laughs> now, your your thing about their clothes, yeah, is uh. One day I'll, I'll do an episode about ghosts and things, but yeah. that's that's a thing that I often wonder is like, why do ghosts appear with clothing on? Right. Because their clothes didn't have a soul or whatever, right? And there are theories, but... Ghosts are modest, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, it was hard enough to get here, so they're going to look their best. Yeah. <laughs> so in Ireland and China, there are other similar kinds of beliefs. If If a dead body moves past a mirror uh in in old china they believed that that their the dead person's soul would be like stolen from the body or stolen from wherever it's going to go and trapped in the mirror and then when the body goes by the soul can't get back and they become a ghost Mm -hmm. and from then on they'll be haunting everybody and so speaking of kind of china Uh um is that where the feng shui comes from? Is that is that a Japanese thing? Or I think it's Chinese. Is it Chinese? Mm-hmm. Anyways, so there there is, is an Asian culture, and mm-hmm. apologies, I'm not an expert in this, but oh, mirrors. Um, but there was a thing related to feng shui about um, 
because it's all about like the orientation of your room right. and positive energies and balancing energy flows and things like that. Anyways, I think I was watching a show that was people were buying a house mm-hmm. and somebody made a comment about where you would put the mirror and mm-hmm. things like that to kind of balance things out because there there's wrong places to put mm-hmm. things. I don't know if there's necessarily a best place, but right. um, I, it stood out at the time and I didn't think anything after that, but um, I'm curious if there's something to do with that. So I, I don't know about the feng shui idea, but I do have a friend who uh, has these mirrors hanging in their windows. So they have big sliding glass patio doors to go outside and they have these mirrors they're like i think they're octagonal shaped uh-huh. with a small mirror in the middle um so it's like a big frame with a little mirror in it and they have chinese letters around it and stuff and they explained to me once that they're kind of the same as like a dream catcher mm-hmm. it's supposed to stop evil spirits from coming in the basically the mirrors capture them mm-hmm. they get captured in the mirror and, and kept in there so i don't know from feng shui what the proper thing is with a mirror but there are a lot of ideas about mirrors where they go in your house for mm-hmm. one thing this whole idea that mirrors are portals to let things in one of the kind of prerequisites for that to happen is the mirror has to kind of be in the same place for a long time mm. so a lot of people believe that you need to move your mirrors frequently you know every so often every few months you hang mm-hmm. your mirror in a different spot if you leave a mirror on a wall for years, you're just creating a portal that entities can Something use all through. the time. It's like they know where it is and they, you know, they keep coming back to it. But you can confuse them just by moving it to a different wall for a little while. That sounds very similar to the, um, have you ever, guys ever seen the Winchester mansion? Oh, uh, I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, so it's a similar kind of thing uh-huh. where she was told... Keep um, changing the design. Yeah, right? just like do not let the house get familiar. Like make it confusing so that these spirits can never catch up to you. Yeah. Here are some other things that uh, are, are related to this. People have been warned. Oh, and I, I'll say that I got all of this stuff from the internet, and I'll have links to where I got this kind of stuff at the website at othersideofstrange.com. So, listeners, you can look in the show notes and, and kind of follow along. People were warned that they shouldn't ever look at a mirror at night by candlelight. If you did, you were guaranteed that you would see ghosts and demons or portents of death. Okay. And this is an interesting thing because this was just kind of generally accepted. Don't look at a mirror under candlelight at night. Um, That's kind of one of the rules of Bloody Mary, Mm -hmm. usually. Okay. Is low light. Mm -hmm. Look in the mirror. Okay. And then other things like while you're sleeping, you should cover your mirrors. Otherwise, things can come in and get into your room. That explains a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, never put your bed uh, where the reflection can be seen in the mirror or where you can see your bed's reflection in the mirror, basically. Yeah. This is a generally good rule. Well, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. You know, put it on the ceiling. Right. Uh, we're, we're breaking the... We're breaking that out because our, our closets are just... Well, the oh, ours mirrors. are too. Yeah, it's like there's... My entire bedroom <laughs> is reflected in the closet. So. Courting danger. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Another thing is, and this is the case with my mirrors that I have here today, you're not supposed to bring in old mirrors that came from somewhere else. As I was reading people's stories and accounts that they've had, so many of them 
happen when they have brought home a mirror from somewhere else. They found an old mirror or they bought an old mirror or someone gave them an old mirror and they bring it into their house or their hotel or whatever. And now weird things start happening. And uh, some thoughts are that, you know, if they do have spirits in them or if they are portals, those things are in the same way that you can confuse a spirit so that it, or a demon or whatever so that they can't come through the mirror maybe they're already in the mirror and you bring them home and you carry them home and now they you've released them in the new place yeah and they can't go back out the way that they came in because you've moved it so here's a question for you so mm-hmm. I, i'm thinking of like cartoons um so disney so i'm thinking about of a couple movies that mirrors uh-huh. are fairly prominent right okay. so in snow white right yep. she's you know mirror mirror, mirror on, on the, the wall, wall. Mm-hmm. um and it obviously has some kind of spirit or ent- entity that maybe it's sentient i don't know yeah and then there's also uh bell from mm-hmm. the little mermaid the little mermaid the little mermaid and the beast <laughs> the little mermaid and the beast the beauty, beauty and triton I mean, and it literally is a little portal. Like you, it's a viewport to other places, right? Um, and I, you know, I know that some of those those stories come from the original text, right. and some of it is embellished. Do you think that? I mean, I, I think with Snow White, it, uh-huh. it is in the original text. Right. I don't know about the Beauty and the Beast bit. But it may be. I'm curious. Yeah. Like it, it seems like their mirrors did play, you know, a, a supernatural effect, particularly for those kind of early writers yeah and uh, i could not have paid you for a better segue (laughs) (laughs) so those are both examples of divination or scrying okay okay so divination is this uh kind of mystical magical thing where people can see things common methods of divination are things like tarot cards or astrology these are these are like reading reading tea leaves leaves, all of this kind of stuff right exactly well scrying is uh kind of a subset of this and scrying the most mystical version that we know of is looking at a crystal ball you're looking at the crystal ball but the most common version of scrying that was used has been used for thousands of years and is still used today is looking in mirrors okay and in fact the black obsidian mirrors are usually the ones that are chosen for scrying. Do you guys know who Nostradamus is, mm-hmm. right? So Nostradamus is all of his uh, kind of his, his quatrains, quatrains that he wrote. Those are all results of scrying sessions. Hmm. And he scried in a dish of water. So he had a, a dark dish filled with water and he was looking at his reflection. It was basically doing the same thing as, as a black mirror. Are you sure that wasn't like a bowl full of mercury? It could have been. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, hold on a second. Yeah. Grant, you looked at me like I was crazy when I said animal entrails. But yeah, have you seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? No, I, I do know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, yeah. it was it's more like, of like... The, the witch does that. That's where you right. decided to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, there's divination about You go about down to the, the butcher and... <laughs> the lumps on people's head. Uh, I think it's called phrenology. phrenology. The yeah. hand reading palm. Yeah, reading your stuff, palm, yeah. that kind of stuff. So with a crystal ball, when people are looking at a crystal ball, they're actually kind of observing the reflections that they're seeing in the ball. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever looked at that, I mean, they're all distorted and everything, right? But they will start to see something, 
and then interpret whatever they're seeing as some kind of message or something, okay? A lot of people today, there's a big market for people to do scrying with black mirrors. You can buy black mirrors, uh, polished obsidian mirrors. They're usually round. Uh, I don't know why they're round now. It's because the demons don't have something nice. And they can't grip sharp, onto the grip side, onto, right? It's, yeah. it's slippery. <laughs> but even even a lot of the older ones were round. Uh, my polished obsidian mirror is is a rectangle. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, demons love a right angle. <laughs> yeah. So the mirror mirror on the wall, uh, she's scrying. She's looking at what the spirits in the mirror are going to tell her. Yeah. Okay. okay? And then Belle looking to see how her father's doing in the mirror. That's a form of, uh, I don't know, it's like remote viewing or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Uh, clairvoyance? Is I that think the that's right, right thing? Basically seeing what's happening somewhere else, right? And just using the reflection or what you see in the mirrors to help you. The witches in Macbeth do that in the... They do, absolutely. In the, in uh-huh. the, their kettle, or their cauldron. Yep. Yeah. I was just thinking of another one, like, so some of those Greek stories, too, about, the, like, the whole thing with Medusa. Right. Having to look in a mirror, look in a mirror. Mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason, loses the effect, and then um, wasn't, and I might be thinking of the same story, but a dude that had his polished... That, that, that was, is Medusa. That was, yeah. Okay, sorry. I was thinking He looked at her reflection. Yeah. Theseus, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 looking at a reflection caused her to turn to stone. Right, but yeah. he was able to kind of glance at her without looking yeah, directly, through, directly or something. at her. Yeah, yeah basically at her the power the didn't. Yeah. And actually, Harry Potter, I think, isn't that how they beat the basilisk? They use yeah. the reflection to look at it because if you look a basilisk in the face, it will kill you. Well, Harry Potter it, has a number of things, actually, about mirrors. Professor Talani have her, like, one good, her one true... Oh, yeah. I uh, mean, she did... Prediction. The whole class was divination, right? No, but like so, but it, it was, was like yeah, like they kept drawing because she did have that one prophecy about right. Harry Potter. Yep. Spoiler alert, I guess for anyone who hasn't read those <laughs> books, and uh, um, and so that's why they kept her on at the school. And yeah, and it's funny, it is I find quite charming that a number of the students make these predictions through the crystal balls that actually are correct. Yes, but you just don't kind of pick up on it. Yep, we're gonna revisit uh, near the end here. Here we'll talk about scrying and what some thoughts are as far as what's actually happening there mm-hmm. like is it real is it not real that kind of thing the thing is that there are a lot of people who, the reason why there are so many people who have believed it for thousands of years is it seems real mm-hmm. i mean like there seem to be effects that are uh somewhat reliable we know about like fake psychics who do cold reading and stuff and they kind of tell you what they let you lead lead them to what you want to hear they're really good about telling you what do you have a friend named david (gasps) i do (laughs) (laughs) i'm feeling it you've got a friend i'm I'm sensing d d do you know anybody with a d daniel (laughs) daniel yeah i knew a kid named daniel in high school (laughs) yes daniel yeah he's dead now (laughs) i just saw him <laughs> Maybe it's his it's his grandmother. I'm feeling like it's his grandmother and she must have loved you even though you never met. Anyway. Yeah, so that's I mean we we hear about it in pop pop culture in in whatever different versions of scrying and divination that mirrors can be done. Again, keep in mind that the whole idea is what we're seeing in the mirror from the beginning isn't real because it is the opposite of what's really there, right? So it is 
we're already kind of accepting that it's not really showing us us. It's showing us the reverse of us. You know what's weird about that, though? It, so when you when you look at yourself correct, yeah, it feels off. Right. Right? Because that's not how you know yourself. Right. right? Even though that's how the world sees exactly. you. Right? So that's one of the things with Zoom. Yeah. Right. So uh, we've, for the last few years, uh, many of us have been working from home and maybe doing it on Zoom. And you have the option to reverse your camera, so right? So it's accurate. So that it's yeah. accurate and it feels so weird. Right. And yeah, it doesn't look right because your our picture of ourselves now has become what is the reverse of ourselves. The worst part is it it feels extra weird because... Like I move my right hand and, the, and it's moving. So it's not mirrored. You right. know what I mean? It's moving its right it's hand, moving which like, is on the left side of your screen. Yeah. Right. Which feels yeah. super weird. It's so weird. I think that was an Instagram filter too. To but flip it, it? Yeah. That it's yeah. like you flip it and it's like, this is, this is what you see. This is what everyone else sees. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and people were, you know, the reaction was always people being like, what the? Yeah. So before we move away from scrying, right yeah. and this may be just totally, I may be just totally off here. But we talk about we we were talking about how like there's all these superstitions around mirrors and and um with it being part of the soul and stuff. Yep. So have you ever read the picture of Dorian Gray? Oh yeah, absolutely. Have you read that one? I haven't read the book. I'm familiar with it though. But uh, so Oscar Wilde. Yeah, Oscar Wilde wrote it. So Dorian Gray, like every bad thing he does, shows up on the on the picture on the, on the portrait on the portrait of him. Yeah. But he doesn't change until yeah. he sees it. And, and then it all comes down to comes, him. Yeah. So it's that's an interesting thought. It's kind of like a clever um, subversion of, the, of those. That's of that right. Mythology, uh, but I think it fits right into like all the superstitions about what your, what a mirror or a photograph or, right. or a reflection mm-hmm. really is. That's a good point. Can I take a super nerdy turn on this? Yeah. So we recently we. <laughs> The United States and, and maybe other people launched the James Webb Space oh, yeah, Telescope, right. which is the largest mirror, mirror mankind has yeah. ever put into space. Yeah. And it's allowing us to peer way into the past, yeah. right? Like billions of years into the past, this light, we just undetectable before, but because of just the sheer scale of all these mirrors... They're all perfectly aligned. Right. We can now pick up those random one or two photons from... For all we know, a galaxy that's taken that, billions that of years, billions to get of to years us. ago, right. right? So, I mean, in that sense, we are using mirrors literally to look, look into the into past. the extreme far past, right? Yeah, just kind of an interesting that's take. Fascinating, on that. yes. It's crazy. I was just talking about that with the coworker today. Oh, for yeah. real? Yeah. Well, we were talking. I was telling her that we were com- that I, that I was going to be on your show, uh-huh. and talking about, and I said, you know, it's interesting that there's uh, folklore and mythology and. Stuff I was like, but then we can we're literally doing it in space, right? right? Yeah, exactly. So okay, so here's 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 the 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 kind of the the folklore take on that. So I I believe that thing is locked in a single position Uh in space, right? Is that a demon window? Are we gonna have? Oh my goodness! I mean, it's it's massive and it's parked. Right, James Webb is our end. (laughs) It's gonna be like a giant Bizarro James Webb (laughs) rising to climb out of it. Oh, that's thanks. Now, you just panicked a whole bunch of people. I mean, and, and let's be honest, the mirror is pointed at infinity, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to infinity, yeah, <laughs> potentially beyond. <laughs> I want to tell you about some famous 
haunted mirrors. Okay. There are a lot of, of haunted mirrors and they exist a lot of times in hotels. And it's the kind of thing where once word gets out that a hotel has a haunted room or a haunted mirror or whatever, then everyone starts going to see it. Mm -hmm. And then because of the sheer number of people going to see it, then there are a lot more stories of people seeing statistically things. things. Statistically, yeah. there's going to be a lot more. And then it's constantly self-fulfilling that yeah. it's so. Well, you mentioned, we'd mentioned the Winchester Mystery House. Yeah. Right. And the tour guide when we went just said, yeah, there are people who have seen ghosts here. And it's yeah. like how, I guess, when you get a large enough number of visitors, someone's going to... Someone's going to see the experience ghost, right? Yeah. It's going to experience something along those I'm going to show you all a picture, and I'll put this in the show notes, too. But this mirror right here, there's nothing special about it other than this is a haunted mirror. Okay. Okay, this mirror is... Uh, this is its original position at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Can we? Can, can I just make an observation? Yeah. The creepiest thing in that picture is that relief painting who is that relief i don't know it looks like a child um oh do you know what it might be i don't know what that is that is creepy right can i, can I look can at imagine it? looking yeah. at that through that mirror that's the that's what's haunting it is really is that relief so they have since moved this mirror down yeah. into the lobby so you can actually just go into the hotel and look at the mirror yeah. now and you don't have to like get up into the third floor or wherever it used to be Oh, man. Yeah, it's definitely a child. Yeah, the story is that... And they used to, like, advertise this story on their website. And now the current owners are like, we're not going to talk about anything paranormal. No hauntings at this hotel. But the story is that there was somebody who was... One of the workers was just... They were doing, like, spring cleaning. And they were washing this whole mirror the whole frame, everything, washing it and stuff. And she saw... The child from the relief. No, no, she didn't see the child from the relief. Though... The relief was empty. It's possible. When I tell you this story, you could see how seeing that relief, maybe she did. But what it is is that she saw a blonde girl over her shoulder. So she was dusting, Uh wiping the mirror off. She saw a blonde girl over her shoulder. She turns around to look. There's no one there. She looks back at the mirror... And can still see the blonde girl. The story has uh, has kind of evolved to that blonde person being Marilyn Monroe. So she saw the reflection of Marilyn Monroe. Okay. And this was uh, after Marilyn Monroe's death. Uh, and so she, the story is that she saw the ghost of Marilyn Monroe, right? And they often call this the Marilyn Monroe mirror and stuff. Uh, the reason why they say it's Marilyn Monroe is because the manager said that this particular mirror was originally owned by Marilyn Monroe and came from her estate, and they purchased it and brought it in. Again, this is a mirror that came from somewhere Moved. else, yeah. right? That had been in That had place. been there. Anyway, so you can go into their lobby and, and look at the mirror now. It's just standing there for you to look at and see if you can see Marilyn Monroe. Here's another one. I'm going to show you guys some pictures, um, and I want your opinion here. So this... As I was searching this, I came across America's Most Haunted Hotel. And this is called the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. And apparently it's it's a place where like all of the ghost hunter type shows have gone to do their little things. It's a creepy looking old building. Mm-hmm. It does look like the kind of place that would be haunted from the outside. 
and they totally own it. And that's kind of, I mean, their website is called America's most haunted hotel.com. Yeah. And they have a whole section where people can send in pictures of weird things, ghosts that they've seen or whatever experiences. There's not much explanation. In fact, there's no explanation for most of them, but some of them, the people who sent them in labeled the pictures to kind of say, Hey, look at this thing. Right. Yep. And so I have a couple that have the labels on it so that we know what we're supposed to be looking at. And I just want to see what you guys think about this. So this one says uh, that it's Dr. Baker St. Bernard in the reflection. Tell me what you see. <laughs> that could be anything. So tell, explain to our listeners what the picture looks so, like. So, yeah, so the picture is you're looking, is this that? That is. So, yeah, so it's it, it's a picture that you're taken in into the mirror looking at a wall so you're looking at kind of like the rest of the hall that's right. perpendicular to the mirror yeah um but it's at an angle where you don't see the person taking the picture correct right? yeah i mean it looks like there's you know a hall light or something illuminating it yeah. so i mean if, if i was going to look at this i would say yeah you're seeing a, a, a you know whatever do you see the saint bernard face i see no saint bernard so if you look closely uh-huh you can here Am I looking for like when you say Saint Bernard, like a right dog, here, here. or is this like? So, look, these are the eyes. It's like a magic right eye. So it's not up here; it's actually right here. Oh, okay. Nope. Now that you pointed it out, so I've, I've I point, what I've pointed out it. is yeah. just some kind of darker spots and lighter spots. It feels an awful lot like when people see Jesus in toast, and I'm like, that's nah, just toast. Yep. <laughs> can, you, can you see the Saint Bernard? Uh, like once once you so point it out you to look me, about I absolutely an inch see it. below the arrow. Oh uh, yeah, I can kind of see it. Okay, but without that, without that label, yeah, no you way. wouldn't know. No. So if you scroll that up and look at the picture below it, what does it say? It appears to be a baby. There's a baby. Oh, kind yeah, kind of. So. This yeah. is another picture of the reflection of the mirror. I, I think that it's not helped out by the reflection of the ceiling. So what light. does it say that it is? It's a hallway. You, know, you can't have it. Hallway <laughs> on the third floor in what appears to be a baby face appearing in the okay. mirror. I can kind of see it. Um... <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> I see nothing. I don't even. I don't even know where I'm looking for that one. It is like one so of those I magic think it's eyes that probably like, this foggy area here. It, like, do you it, see anything? It in almost that? it kind of looks like maybe a little bit like a baby, or someone didn't clean yeah. the mirror very well. So what it what that's what it what looks it looks like, like we're seeing is handprints or something. They're not. It's not obvious like fingers and hand a and palm baby prints. Smash his face against the yeah, right? No, no I can totally it. see it now. Oh, do you? Yes, a hundred percent. It looks like okay. So I'm gonna describe it. So. It does look like a smudge, and yeah. it's like one of those things where, like, you kind of like blur your vision okay. a little bit, and it looks like it does look a little bit like a demonic baby on all fours, crawling, crawling towards you. Okay, and it's wearing like, I don't know, like an outfit that a baby would wear from like the fifties or something right. like that. Yes, I can okay. see it now. So um, it will haunt. My oh, I see now. it. Yeah, because it's shadow. You can kind of see it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to see again? Uh, yeah, I, I saw. Okay. So I just didn't. Um, I, I just liar. I wet myself a little bit. So I just didn't wanna, <laughs> you tried to want to do it again. To fake it like you did. <laughs> okay, so that thing that you're talking about, where people see Jesus in toast. Yeah, that is a a 
thing called pareidolia. Okay. And what it is, is it's the way that our brains work. Our brains are always, basically, it takes a lot of energy for our brains to do anything, Mm -hmm. like a ton of energy. And so it's always trying to find ways, as coders do when they're making programs, make it as efficient as possible. Shortcuts. Right, shortcuts. Variables. Yep, variables (laughs) and algorithms. So (laughs) what your brain is doing is it's taking in the data that it sees, and it's it's actually pre-wired to look for patterns, mm-hmm. okay? Because when it sees patterns, it doesn't have to figure everything else out. It's like, oh, there's a pattern. This is, this is the thing. And one of the things that uh, our brains are quickest, the pattern that it's quickest to see is a face. Mm-hmm. So that's why you can look at the wood grain on a door or a piece of wood and you'll see a face. Or like in the carpet pattern. Or in the mm-hmm. carpet pattern or on the just the splotching on your ceiling or whatever. You can see faces anywhere you look because your brain just immediately recognizes eye, eye, nose, mouth, Mm -hmm. or just eye, eye, mouth, whatever. There's a face, and it it lists it as a face and tells it to you, okay? Did you see you can get a toaster that does uh, Jesus? I I have seen that. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So that's pareidolia. Now, that does not mean that... These things are absolutely pareidolia. Sure. Though to be to be a hundred percent clear, I think that's all it is. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, and the problem is, it's very hard for you to identify whether it's pareidolia or whether it's something else, right? I think, I because think... there's a reason that your brain is finding the pattern because it's it's identifying something that right. hey, this might be a thing. I think some of it too. It has not helped by pictures of things, right? right? I think it's one of those things where for this kind of phenomena, it, you kind of have to experience it You have it to be yourself, there in real life, right? right? Because we could walk in front of that and, and and be like, that is absolutely not a smudge, right? right? Like, I know what a smudge it, looks like. It could be moving for right. all we know, right? right? Or it looks different from different angles and stuff and you can kind of see depth in it and things like that. Right. You're absolutely well, and right. There, and there's the environment yep. as well. Mm-hmm. Like when... Uh, this has nothing to do with mirrors, sorry, but like, that's okay. That one time when we may or may not have gone to a cemetery on yeah. Halloween, Rose Hill um, Cemetery. Uh, if you say so. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't, I'm not picking on him at all, but uh, Brant's son Luke was there, mm-hmm. and he was nervous. Yes, not necessarily about being scared at the graveyard, but he he just had some nervous. He was just nervous. Nervous. Yep. And that adds to the whole atmosphere yeah. and, and environment. So if you've got someone who's maybe already a little predisposed to like, or oh, at the haunted hotel. Right. I'm scared. I'm going to yeah. see something scary. Maybe. I think a, a lot of this stuff too is, you know, location, 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 mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, witches doing prayer circles. They're not doing that in the town square. They're That's doing right. it out in the middle of the night in the in, in the, the woods somewhere. Or, right. you know, if, if you're going to do an incantation or something, right, you're like, I'm going to a special place for this, you know, to experience this thing. Right. I have, I typically don't seek out those kinds of things. Right. Not that I That's shy where, away from them, but. I do. That's where I like to do my vacations. <laughs> vacations with your mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's a place, have you guys ever been to Bonita Point where they've got the, the old turret, the old base? Oh yeah. So there is, uh, this shouldn't get me into trouble, but, um, (laughs) there's a portion of that, Mm -hmm. that where the main parking lot is. If you go down, you can actually go 
there is kind of a long hall. It's all locked up, but people have pried oh, yeah, open the doors and things. In, you can climb so, in there. Yeah, yeah, so we've gone kind of up in there. And it's very creepy because it is like everything's been removed. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no light. You know, things are in disrepair. Things yeah. are hanging from the walls. But I could absolutely see if you're, I'm going to take a mirror down here, guaranteed I would yeah. see something. Even if there's nothing there, yep. right? Like I could be looking at a black velvet because sheet. Because you're expecting it. Because yeah. I'm expecting it and it's just the ambiance is right yep. for it. So my brain is like, I'm looking for things because I, you're a little bit in fight or flight. So my uh-huh. brain's like, I'm looking for anything that could be a threat and I might make up things that are going to be a threat. Right. Right. Yeah. Unintentionally. Like your brain exactly. just yeah. makes it up. It needs to fill in the, the space that it's expecting. Right. It needs the release. Right. Yeah. So That's we're talking about excellent. Near the Golden Gate Bridge, right? Yeah, when up you go up the, up into the hills, yeah, yeah. In to the listeners that maybe aren't the Marin the Headlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Uh, yes, there's a lot of old World War II. Uh, what are they? Bunkers and stuff. They, they were like some turrets or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, because there's turrets. Uh, there's Fort Mason on the San Francisco side, yeah. and what's the other fort on the uh, where that Children's Museum is on the Marin side? Yeah, I mean, I've been to several of them up there on Marin. And I mean, well, heck, I mean, Alcatraz was a fort. Was a fort. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of cool places like that. You know, that reminds me uh, of, it's kind of the same thing. There was this thing, um, some older kids, when I was a teenager, some older kids were like, have you been to the Bat Caves? And I was like, the Bat Caves? And they're like, yeah, you can totally, like, it's these caves where they where all the bats are and you can go there and there's like it's a little bit dangerous but it's totally cool and you got to go see it. you can see them up on the ceiling and stuff so i'm like okay let's do it and they gathered a whole bunch of us together who'd never been right mm-hmm. and then they take us and we get to this place it's out in the middle of nowhere on this road and we kind of pull over to the side of the road this is in kentucky i think it was in kentucky i'm, pro- I'm pretty sure uh we get out out and we kind of walk down on the side of the road down, uh, and there's like a little creek, but we walk up back towards the road, and we come to a big, gigantic, like, storm drain. It's, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably eight or ten feet tall. It's a big, circular thing, and it goes right into the dirt of the wall, um, and then uh, the road is probably some distance beyond that. But it's pitch black in there, and they're like, this is... They closed the main entrance, but this is a an entrance that they had to leave open because you can see the water coming right through it into mm-hmm. the creek, right? They had to leave it open. So we get in, and they're like, you can't use flashlights because... Spook them or something. Yeah, you'll spook the bats, and you don't want to get bit by a bat. They have rabies and stuff like that. So we get in, and after about 10 feet, it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. And there's just about a foot of... Uh, like, the water is only about a foot wide, Pretty soon, you start to feel the the ground change. Instead of, like, the corrugated metal that you were on, it's definitely, like, harder, um, like, rock, maybe. And they're like, okay, we're in the cave now. And the sounds change a little bit. And they're like, okay, now stay way over to either the right or left side right now. And you have to stand to the side because in the middle there is a big gap and you don't want to fall into this hole. So now we're walking and we're trying to stay over to the left or right and not get to the middle because we don't want to fall into this gap that we can't see into this hole, into the cave. Where I live in Kentucky, I mean, Mammoth Caves, 
the biggest cave system in the United in the world is there, and they the caves go everywhere. Mm-hmm. So there's always the thought that if you're in a cave, it's probably part of Mammoth Connected Caves, right? Yeah. And this could drop down th- hundreds of feet. Anyway, we're getting up there. Eventually, we get to a spot. They're like, oh, there it is. You can see the bats. And we look up, and there's all these little pinpricks of light, little white light that you can see. They're like, those are their eyes. They actually, like, you can see the eyes. Mm -hmm. There's a tiny bit of light in here that we can't see, but we can see it reflected in their eyes. And they're up there. And be quiet and all of this stuff. And then we're all there, and then somebody, like, makes a big loud noise or something. Everybody freaks out and stuff. And then they turn on the light. And it turns out you're still in the storm drain and there's no gap in the middle mm-hmm. and the lights that you're seeing are, are literal like little pinholes and it's the street light that's out there that's shining through <laughs> and it's there's nothing scary about where we are, yeah. right? But the entire time we were just terrified, mm-hmm. right? And so kind of the preparation of it all, the environment has to do with mm-hmm. it. I mean, our minds, we were seeing things. We were seeing bats. We knew they were there. We could hear the difference in the water as it's going through the cave. There was no sound difference in the water as it went through the cave, but we could hear it. We thought we could. Anyway, that's a good observation. And uh, that leads me to our discussion about Bloody Mary. So I have a book here that I found this book, and I love this book, okay? (laughs) It's called Dangerous Games to Play in the Dark. It's by Lucia Peters. Uh, It says, it's a guide to summoning spirits, divining the future, and invoking the supernatural. So, I think of this book as... So, if you watch a movie... There's a lot of movies that kind of have this plot. The protagonists need to find some special book in order to find the ritual to perform in order to save the world, Uh right? I feel like this would be one of those books that you want to find to do the ritual. (laughs) Either the bad guys want it to do the ritual or the good guys want it to do it. Really, it's just... Is that real human flesh that it's bound in? Yeah, it is. Wow. (laughs) Did you say the words correctly? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I may have uh, brought the deadites to life. Every every little syllable. (laughs) (laughs) Really, what it is, it's a collection of games like Bloody Mary... And it goes through and very carefully tells you the steps, how to do it the right way, how to do it, like, be careful, don't do this. And if these certain things start happening, you're probably in bad shape. Do this other thing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, do this other thing, or I'm sorry, there's nothing that anyone can do to help you anymore, (laughs) or whatever. It's basically a flow chart for the arcane. Yeah, it is. Okay, good. So the foreword is like, make sure your life insurance premiums are up to date. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) It does say... Make sure you follow all of the rules. You know, you have to follow the rules exactly. Otherwise, you may invite something in that you can't get rid of. Anyway, it has games that you may be familiar with, like Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. Oh, right. Right? And then, of course, Bloody Mary. And I'm curious about what is your version of Bloody Mary? So, Nate, we'll start with you. Did you, like, what, what do you know about it from when you were a kid? I think that we, when I was in elementary school, I think a couple of my f- friends and I tried to do it. Isn't he like say your name three times or five times in the mirror? Okay, you're supposed to appear. I, I'm very, uh, I, I'm very sketchy. I, That's I, okay. Uh, on on it, I know on our other show we often may use this as a joke. Like <laughs> say, 
uh, Ben three times in the mirror or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm very much aware of it as a concept, but right. I, I don't know the... I, I don't know... I, I remember it didn't work. Okay. Uh, but... Uh, um, because it was in the school bathroom, we're like, maybe it's because it's daytime. <laughs> but like, um, okay. But yeah, I, so yeah, I know the. And know what's the, supposed to happen? She's supposed to appear in the mirror, right? Okay, Bloody Mary will appear in the mirror. Yeah. Okay. What's your version? So, and I might be making this up, but what I remember, there's something about like you had to put your hands on either side of the mirror. Okay. It had there? I think there was a time component, like you had to do it at a certain time. Okay. In my memory, you had to do it by yourself. In the like, it was always like you go in the bathroom by yourself, and then I think it was Bloody Mary three times. Okay, right? Like summoning Beetlejuice. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. Or Candyman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I don't remember what the expectation was. I think you see Bloody Mary you in the mirror. Mary. I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. What a lame payoff is to a kid. Yeah, just to see Bloody Mary. Didn't even bring me candy or anything. Like, do you guys have Zoom. any concept of who Bloody Mary was supposed to be or what she was supposed to look like or who uh, she was? Like historically, Bloody Mary is. Queen Elizabeth's older sister. It's Mary, um, not Mary Queen, Queen of Scots, but, no, but her. Uh, she was Mary Tudor. Yeah, uh, the Queen of England. Yeah, uh, Queen Elizabeth's older sister. Yeah, and she's Bloody Mary because she was Catholic. Yes, and wanted to kill off. She all the killed Protestants. a lot of Protestants, and so she was called Bloody Mary. So that's one. That's one idea of who she is. There are other stories that say she is a woman named Mary Worth. And this is what I think is, is interesting. A woman named Mary Worth. And Mary Worth is either a Puritan woman who was tried and executed for witchcraft, or a woman who was killed in a car crash more recently. Or she might be Mary Wales, who might be either of those two things. <laughs> in my mind, it was always an older an older woman. An older woman and, like, old. like Oh, olden not days. Like, not like olden an old days. person. Right. I mean, not not that it wasn't that, but it was in the past. Like, oldie. Yeah. Right. Like, ye and oldie. In my mind, as a child, I'm imagining a version of Samara okay. from The Ring. Yes. So, not, not necessarily, like, dripping wet, but, like, something adjacent to that. That, like, that I would be the vibe. I think that's what my version is, and maybe covered in blood. Right. Like Carrie like from Car- yeah. yeah. Do you think it was typhoid Mary? I don't know. <laughs> it could be. It's so. This is the thing: is uh, a lot of things depending on where you grow up. The Mary is different things, different mm-hmm. people, and they may who she is may be part of the thing, but maybe it's not. It's just it's Bloody Mary, and Bloody Mary's scary, and you're gonna see her. But then also the way you summon her changes maybe you say bloody mary 13 times maybe you say it three times for me it was three times Mm -hmm. where i grew up it was like you say it three times and you have to do it slow here are some other things that are pretty so in this book she goes through very very particular steps and you have to do them exactly like this okay and she has gathered this from talking to a lot of people and finding a, a bunch of ways that people do in it and kind of getting uh, all of the details together so she says first of all you have to do it in dark so it doesn't have to be at night but it has to be indoors Mm -hmm. and it has to be in an area where it can get pitch black so usually night is the best place to do it the only light you get to use is a candle light and you're supposed to no wonder we failed yep (laughs) and and really that is 
it turns out that is exactly why you failed because bloody mary works for a lot of people it's very scary let's see here basically you face the mirror you look at yourself in the mirror and then you say bloody mary and you say it either three times or seven times or 13 times however many you've decided you're going to say it right she says here that you start quietly and then each time you get a little bit louder and a little bit stronger um kind of and she says do it 13 times and then you stop and just stare at the mirror and you will see bloody mary if you did it right okay Okay. that's the idea so the real question is can she reach through the mirror and get you some people say she can and that's mainly because the people that she's grabbed are not around to tell us right (laughs) (laughs) and you're supposed to do it alone you can't do it with friends you have to do it alone yeah which is why we're not doing it live on the show that's right there are other things like it says do it exactly at midnight or you do it at 3.30 or whatever. There's specific yeah. times that some things say that you could do it. What if the candle is scented? <laughs> <laughs> it has to smell like an 1850s Puritan. That's right. <laughs> um, Dirt and sweat scented candle. Some of the other chants, other than saying her name, you maybe you say, Bloody Mary, I stole your baby. I think I've heard that, actually. Yeah. Or you can say, I believe in Mary Worth. Depending, again, this depends on yeah. what your version of it is. Uh, no matter what you do, don't break the mirror. Because if you break the mirror, you'll let her out. And once you've summoned her, she's always going to be in that mirror. Okay. So really, this this book, and it, it breaks it down. There's like a little section in the front of each thing that says... Uh, how risky it is. Uh-huh. I mean, some of these things, just to be clear, some of these things require like drawing your own blood and, <laughs> and stuff. Anyway, so it tells you the risk involved and then like the tools you'll need. Uh, the risk involved might just be like, hey, you're lighting a candle. Don't burn the house down. Right, that kind yeah. of thing, right? And other Satan is and other this right. way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and then other of these games, they're kind of like, if you do any part of this wrong, you're in bad shape. If you're, I was reading one. This is kind of off the subject. Uh, one of them was like light a match, and if that match burns out before it burns down to your finger, stop everything you're doing and run as fast as you can, <laughs> because you just uh, you're in bad position. Anyway, so I mean, it seems cruel that you would tell Bloody Mary you stole her baby, right? Because she's probably looking for said baby. And now yep. I can understand why she'd be ticked off. Yeah, so right. the, the whole point of the game, Bloody Mary, is it's kind of, it's a test of your bravery. Who's going to be brave enough to actually do this, you know? And I will tell you that I don't think I've ever done Bloody Mary, like, I've never had the courage to do Bloody Mary. I've probably said it twice and never stopped. Like, I've even been, uh, there have been points in my life where I'm like, I'm talking about Bloody Mary, and I've already said it twice. Uh-huh. I better be careful. There's good a mirror thing, right good, here behind well, you guys, like and we're saying Bloody Mary like crazy, right? <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> it's good, but the lights are on, so we're yeah, we're down. So the most common thing that happens with haunted mirrors is that people will be looking in a haunted mirror, and they will start to see a number of things. One thing they, they might see is that their own face changes. Mm-hmm. It distorts. And then it may actually distort into the shape of 
an old man or an old lady or some monster or something that is just terrifying. Another common thing that people will see in haunted mirrors as they look into them is uh, other people like Bloody Mary, somebody standing behind them who is another figure, okay? And this happens a lot. Now, I have two mirrors that are haunted mirrors that I have collected. One of them I've had for years. The other one I've only had for a few years. But they're both covered up right now because this is the way I was told to keep one of them. I was told to keep one of them stored always covered. Uh, And so I just do that for the other one also because I didn't get any instructions for the other one. (laughs) So I'm going to show them to you. So this first one is my black obsidian mirror. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I got this from... And this is like legit obsidian. Yeah. Very cool. It's It's like a thin piece of obsidian that's polished. So... But you can see there's a good reflection in it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's surprising how reflected it is. Especially at so night. That's gonna Don't be... stare into too much yet. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Nice so, frame there, though, by the way, as yeah, well. It's, it's like, like a oh, prismatic Yeah, thing. I don't know. That's So this is the frame it was given to me, and I don't know how old that frame is, but supposedly the mirror itself is, is old, and the frame might be as old. I don't know. But this was given to me when I lived in Hungary. This is why. This is one of the reasons why I kept it. It was given to me by a friend who I knew who was a... He's Romani, which most people know them as gypsies, but they don't like to be called gypsies. Uh, I was leaving, and he's like, here's a gift for you. And he's like, this is, this is an obsidian mirror from my grandfather or something. And he didn't tell me it was haunted, but he said he uses it. He used to use it to see things and be careful keep it covered because there are spirits in it that's what he told me Mm -hmm. okay i translate it into it's haunted it has spirits it's haunted Mm -hmm. and i keep it covered and except for when i want to look at it okay so now this other one i'm pretty sure it's a an old mirror it looks like uh an old mercury just yeah i mean just just because the finish is not yeah it's got that modeled Tech, yeah, not it's modeled, but mottled, mottled texture, right? where it's like it's spotted the rot a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you get really old mirrors, they oh, kind yeah. of like whatever's in the back starts to it's the chemicals eat through or whatever. Separated or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this one I got actually from here in California just a few years ago. Uh, I like to go to yard sales and estate sales, and I was at an estate sale. I was just looking at stuff, and they had a pile of trash right they were just like bringing stuff out and putting it there and we're walking through the house and they had the pile of trash that they were also getting ready to get rid of and i saw this mirror just leaning against the wall right next to the trash they were throwing it away and i i noticed the cool surface right and i was like that looks old and that's cool i was like you know i asked him how much that was he's like oh that's not for sale we're just throwing that away you don't want it and i was like no it looks really cool it's old and he basically he told me we're just gonna throw it out his uncle or whoever it was whose uh, estate they were selling always said that it was a haunted mirror. Nobody ever believed it. Uh, there's probably nothing. It's probably not haunted. Just he was he was kind of losing mm-hmm. it in later years and he thought it was haunted. And then they're just going to throw it away because it's just a little mirror. It's mm-hmm. not, I mean, it's not even a great reflection because of the surface. It's, I mean, it works okay, but it's not like a modern mirror. And I was like, no. If it's haunted, I really want it. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, okay, fine. You, and he just gave it to me. He let me have it. He didn't give me any warning about keeping it covered or anything. But, you know, I keep 
the same. But he turned to his wife and he's like, we're finally rid of it. We're rid of it, yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's like the video in the ring. They just got me to watch the video exactly. in there. Yes. <laughs> They're like, yes, we had three hours <laughs> left and he just took right. it. Right. <laughs> okay. So what I would like to ask you all to do is kind of do a semi-Bloody Mary. I'm not going to have you do Bloody Mary. All I want you to do is look at the mirror for a few minutes. Okay. okay. I'm going to turn the lights down a little bit because that's an important part of this. Uh, even when they're scrying or whatever they're doing, you got to turn the lights down. We're not going to do it in candlelight. I can dim my lights, so we'll dim the lights. Look, if you start playing saxophone music while you dim the lights, <laughs> I'm, I'm Lights are coming back up. <laughs> so I'm going to give each of you one of these. Do you, does anyone, do you have a preference? I, I don't care. Do uh, I want the black one. You want the black okay. one? Okay, we'll start there. If then we, we can swap after. Yeah, just a second. I'm going to go dim the lights. Okay, I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nate and I are pointing the mirrors at Ben right now to try and trap him. Can you see your reflections in those? Can you see that? Oh yeah, easily. You could go darker. Nate, can you still see? Uh, I can see the shine off my bald head. Okay, so now all I want you to do is you just kind of hold it out about this far, whatever arm's length. You don't have to hold it close. Okay. Just whatever's comfortable, mm -hmm. and just look at yourself. And just kind of relax and just look at yourself for a few minutes. And if you start to see anything, one thing I will tell you is, even though they're haunted, nothing will come out of these mirrors and follow you home. So you don't need to worry about that. That's because we're leaving them here. <laughs> That's right. The mirrors are leaving here. I do not store these mirrors at home. I keep them at my office at work and I keep them covered in my office. So nothing's going to follow you home. Don't be too worried about it. But uh, feel free to talk about what you see if you start to see anything i have looked in these mirrors and i have seen things uh -huh. and i would say four out of five people that i show this to eventually see something mm -hmm. within a few minutes so i'm interested because there's certain things that people seem to see in one of the mirrors everybody sees the same thing mm -hmm. i want to see what you guys experience okay and so, then i i have some theories okay afterwards. go ahead okay is there a trick to like, are you supposed to look somewhere specific? Uh, just kind of, like you just kind of like look eyes? at your face. Okay. What I end up doing, like you're not looking around the whole time. The mm -hmm. idea is just to kind of look in one place. Fixate. Yeah. Okay. Inevitably, you're going to start seeing something and looking to try to get a better look at it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. I will say for mine... If I'm just like staring straight into my eyeballs, uh -huh. like my face starts to get a little squishy. Okay. I, I, that's the best way I could describe it. Okay. Keep looking. It's a little bit kind of like the, um, you know, that whole trick where if you stare at a dot too long, okay. you know, like that you, you hit the dead zone, whatever. So right. like your brain is starting to like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm, we're not paying attention to that. So I can right. start removing that from what i'm recording okay you know yeah exactly keep keep looking that's that's good you're getting in the right right state of mind <laughs> okay tell me did you see anything at all or what was your experience so brant you said your face kind of went squishy and you kind of had that kind of, yeah kind of so so mostly I was, 
so at the very beginning my eye was kind of like darting all over the place mm-hmm. um which just felt like i was getting ready in the morning right. but like once i started to just like fixate on a point um that's when things started to get blurry and fuzzy right like, or mushy is yeah. the best i could describe it um I, I think looking directly into my eyes is probably the the weirdest part of it, right? Because, um, one, I don't spend a whole lot of time staring at my own face, right, like, yeah. you know, intently into my eyeballs. Um, I will say, so I, I'm sporting a full beard. I So when I was looking directly into my eyes for, I don't know, 30 seconds straight, mm-hmm. like, the bottom half started to feel like older and bushier. All right. I I, I think that's the best way I could describe it. Um, And really just pure admiration for what a handsome gentleman (laughs) that I, (laughs) no. um, So you did see something unusual. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's ever said that by the way. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I would say that, I mean, the background tends to just like drop out. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I was always aware of it, so it's not like it changed, but it was like, I became like much less aware of it. Of, yeah, right. very yeah. myopic on, you know, whatever I was focusing on. Okay, cool. Nate, did you experience anything? Uh, it seemed like the the more I looked just like straight ahead at my eyes, it looked like my eyes got a little bit darker. Okay. And I was starting to notice like the different ways the light was hitting my face. Okay. Um, so almost like seeing patterns from mm-hmm. the light. But I don't know... The how much it's it's similar to what Brant was saying is like the more I fixated on something, the more things became less uh, obviously like less focus. Okay, and so all right, but you didn't see any figures behind you or anything like that either of you. I I don't think so. I okay. I think maybe for a fraction of a second you might have seen something. like I might have been aware of something yeah. in the corner of my eye, but I mean part of it too. I was holding it kind of a little bit at arm's length, right. And so after a while, like just the the tiniest little tremors right. started to Would show up, change it. and so yeah. the background was just kind of tiny Movie. bit moving. So yeah. I I don't know. I was focusing on my eyes, so I wasn't super aware. Yeah. Are you talking about the time you snuck up behind me? <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, uh, that didn't happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want to switch? And yeah, you guys yeah, want to try the try. other way? Go ahead. Yeah, I saw the ghost of Bean in there. So this time, uh, how about just to try something different? Okay. Instead of looking at your own eyes, look. Uh, maybe like at the top of your forehead or the top okay. of your head. Okay. Just just to try something different. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. I, I kind of looked at the bridge. The, the thing a little is bit that the, the there isn't specific rules as far as where you're supposed to look. And when mm-hmm. I did it, uh, or when I do it, I I do kind of look around, but I'm I'm usually looking for things behind me, so I find mm-hmm. that I'm not looking right at my face mm-hmm. usually. But I don't know. Okay. Maybe just try that. See if it's different. Is there is there a right way to hold this? No, I mean whichever, it's a little bit smaller. Whatever, so yeah, it's, it's smaller and it's darker. Okay, I'm hold so it this you way. can just as long as you can see a reflection. Mm-hmm. saw something but then it just turned out it was the blinking light from the computer behind me (laughs) (laughs) i love it it's a ufo
any anything different? Um, so I focused on a couple different spots. So uh-huh. I focused kind of like right at the top of my hairline, like okay. midline. Um, and the longer I did that, it seemed like even though my expression wasn't changing, like I I was getting a lot angrier. Okay. Like my face seemed face like seemed it was angry. like turning down and like um more angry and then same thing like when i was looking at i kind of looked at the very bottom of my chin right just Mm -hmm. to see if i could see a similar thing for the top i was thinking like maybe it's a focus thing or something um and again i don't i don't know if i'm i don't consider myself an angry person like you guys know me i'm not a very angry person but um it did seem like the more i focused like when i focused at the top the lower half of my face seemed to get more angry or like downturn and then, likewise, when I was looking at the bottom of my chin, my eyes, again, I was aware of them without looking at them. Right. They uh-huh. just They're seemed just to be, like, downturned eyes, and right. a little more, like, I don't know. Okay. That's interesting. Malice. Did you I don't know. experience anything? Well, I had the false, I had the false alarm with the okay, computer. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the text message or whatever come in, yeah, yeah. threw on my phone, kind of threw my concentration off okay. a little bit, That's too. okay. Uh, but totally different experience than the black mirror. Really? Yeah. Well, just because the black mirror is yeah, just you, such a different reflection. It yeah. is right. something that you're totally not used to seeing. Yeah. Right. Uh, this one, you just feel like you're looking in a dirty mirror. Right. Yeah. Um, I guess it's it's just kind of dimmed with time. Right. Um, I I feel like with the dark mirror, it, I saw that more kind of change come over my face mm-hmm. than this one. Okay. This one, I just felt a lot more like looking in a normal mirror. Right. I don't know how, how much of it's because of outside distractions. Right, sure. And so I wouldn't say that I really saw anything out of the ordinary okay. in this one. That's fine. But a totally different, ex- totally different experience. I mean, the, that black mirror is kind of yeah, kind of cool to look it's into. It's kind of a trip, yeah. yeah. So uh, one thing that I should point out is... Because I had you both looking at two different kinds of mirrors, there was a little bit of uh, unfairness because, or incorrectness, because really we should have had the lights down a little bit lower for the regular mirror. The brighter one. Uh, you needed them a little bit higher for the dark mirror just because you can't see anything mm-hmm. in the black mirror. Right? I could totally see, though, if I was looking, doing that exact same thing uh-huh. with a flickering light, with it with a, a candle light dancing right. all over my face. I would absolutely be able to see like my face Things. changing completely. Right. You know, the shadows dancing around. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can totally see how you would see that in the black so, one for sure. I'll tell you, I, I just did this just yesterday just to make sure it works. And what I experienced in both cases on both mirrors is kind of a similar thing to what Brant saw. Uh, for me, I felt like my face was distorting. It was almost like, if anyone has ever used Photoshop and you use the liquify tool and there's like the, this like bloat thing, it was almost like pieces of my face were like inflating or being pushed out to the side and stuff. But then I would like kind of look at that and then it would be fine. But then I would look away and then again, it would start to distort into weird different ways. Okay. I So I had a slightly different one. So mm-hmm. it was a little bit there. there I think it was a, Instagram filter or something like that. Yeah, it's the opposite of that. Instead of the it bloat, it's the pinch. Squeeze you in. Yeah, and the it's. Pinch. I felt like my nose was like the distance between my lips and my nose was shrinking, and like the middle of my nose. Yeah, um, was shrinking. So okay. I like I had no lower jaw, so it felt right. like my jaw was just kind of moving up. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, where but my eyes maintained the same. So, 
what we know here is that Brant is probably more psychic than Nate. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably why the cat so, hates uh, you. So, I, uh, I have to confess something. Because cats are evil, so I'm just more... Pure. Everything I told you about these mirrors was a lie. Love it. Okay. So, these two mirrors, I actually just made these mirrors this week. Both the black mirror and the silver mirror. It's not obsidian, it's glass. Um, I, I made them, and there's a video at my YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm not bored, I'm creative. You can see how I made them. He's changing it from I'm not bored, I'm deceptive. <laughs> That's right, I'm deceptive. Okay, I, I told you the lie because, as you mentioned before, and we talked about the... Um, perception. The perception and what the, the environment that you're in, all of those things kind of will affect what you are going to experience. Okay. Now, I'll tell you, though, what you saw was real. In 2010, this is very recent science. 2010, there was a uh, scientist named Giovanni Caputo. Caputo. He did this research at the University of Urbino and found that if people looked at their own reflections in mirrors in a dimly lit area, they would start to see their faces distort, and sometimes uh, figures behind them, all the stuff that we were just talking about, mm -hmm. okay? And it has a name now. It's called the Caputo Effect. And it, this is a reliable and, uh, for most people, reproducible effect that you can, you can just do. You can grab any mirror. It doesn't have to be a black mirror or uh, an old foggy mirror. Though I feel like, especially the black mirror, mm -hmm. it it seems to be enhanced for me in the black mirror. And totally. I think it's because like you, you like Nate pointed out, it's a very different reflection than what you're used to seeing. Right. I think so for me, I, I think it is kind of go back. Your brain is lazy and okay. it, there's less detail. Like you see so, far less. So your brain is filling in a lot more paint by numbers. It yeah. has to fill in a lot more numbers for, for those dark ones. That is the and exact explanation. Yeah. So what happens is, as we talked about before, our brains takes a lot of power, a lot of energy for our brains to process stuff. Mm -hmm. And when we start seeing the same thing for a, an extended period of time, our brain is actually only like processing what we're looking at and everything else around that area. It's just kind of seeing pieces of it. Foliation. We, we what is it? So there's there's a term. Is it, and I, I I it's so in VR. Okay. So I'm gonna nerd out here that's, for a hot second. Good. But like our VR technology is not good enough to process high resolution images with the little displays that we have. Right. So what they do is they hyper focus on where your eye is focusing uh -huh. and everything on the periphery is kind of blurred out. Okay. Right. And so because they know that your brain is going to ignore it anyways. Right. Right. So you hyper focus whatever you're looking at. Uh -huh. Right. Which is why, you know, like when you're driving, they teach you to constantly move your eyes so that you it's actually that, see what's it's going on. Yeah, it's not yeah. necessarily that you're looking for certain things. It's like keep your eyes moving so your brain is activated, right? Yeah. So, so is, that, is that why, like, if you saw something that was filmed in VR, but you're not, but you're just watching on your 2D screen, it almost looks like a fish, like a fish lens. Uh, that's a different thing. Yeah, that's projection mapping. But I don't yeah, know it's right because term, but. it's because of the lens that you're looking at through. So it it's created with the fishbowl thing, so that when you look at it through the lens, it corrects it. For your yeah. eyes so but oh go ahead yeah so you, you nailed it exactly what's happening here our brain is just gathering a little bit of the detail around 
what we are focused on. Mm -hmm. But it's very good at, again, recognizing patterns. And it knows what this stuff is supposed to look like. And it says, okay, I'm going to apply algorithms and variables. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to tell you that what you're seeing is this stuff, okay, that is recognizable and stuff. When you stare at at a single spot for a while, then your brain starts to get tired and bored and it says, uh, there's nothing interesting there. And it just kind of stops trying and uh, lets it just kind of... Suddenly you go from like being in focus to not being in focus. And that causes weird distortion. Like your your brain's like, I'm not trying to figure out what that is. And suddenly this thing that you know, your beard, your chin, whatever, you know what this looks like, but now your brain is not telling you that it looks like that. Right. And it's just like letting it be whatever you want. We don't care what you think it is. It's, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I kind of think of this, like in my office at work, my light switch has a motion detector on it, you know, to save energy. If nobody's in the office, it turns off. Yeah. But I sit there working on a computer for hours a day and my little movement of my arms or me twisting in my chair is not enough. Like, the motion detector starts to realize, oh, this is normal, just ambient stuff. Yeah. This is not somebody in the room. And it turns the lights off you all the time. stand up and wave. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. to stand up and wave and do some other different thing in order for it to recognize. And that's basically what our brain is doing yeah. here. Can I, can I show you an effect? Yeah. So there, I don't remember where I first saw it, but there is this effect where... Um, and I was going to talk about it. I'm great. glad you're bringing it up. Okay, so there's this effect and it's... It, a tip, I've always seen it using celebrity faces, right. highly recognizable celebrity faces. Yep. So what happens is it's two side-by-side images, and um, and I think it's always two, yep. side-by-side, and similar to like where you focus on a point, You're and it just flashes different images, yep. and, and then it just rotates through them. Within seconds, you start to see grossly distorted They're faces. They're so weird looking Unrecognizable. And, and you can pause it at any moment, and their face snaps back to normal. It's but just it's, normal. Yeah, because it, and so, you you know, you can try and slow it down. Mm-hmm. Nothing is changing. There's nothing magical about the video. It's literally your brain is distorting and smooshing all of them together till they look just so, grossly distorted. Yeah, what's happening in this is your brain, again, doesn't have enough time to process and you're not focused on mm-hmm. them because it, it has usually looking at a spot in between, mm-hmm. right? So you're not really focused on either face. Have well, you seen this, Nate? I have not. Okay. You give I'm, it to I'm him to pull it up right now. It. Yeah. Okay, and then as I'll as explain why it looks so distorted. Okay, here we go. So, what about somebody is on some sort of psychedelic? Yeah, mind altering substance. Yeah. Like, I feel like you can jump straight from looking in the mirror to the distortion. Yep. Because you're. Well, brain... we're actually talk about that here in just a minute. Okay, so Nate, in this video, so where the play button is, yeah, hit that. There's a little X that it wants you to look at. Okay. And obviously, just... this is Liv Tyler and. Um, Tom Cruise, or the very first one, but just hit that and then just watch. Yeah, and it's crazy how it quickly is. it starts to get distorted. And even when you know it's going to happen, yeah. it happens anyway. Yeah. yeah, the faces have not been altered, and at some point they'll start flashing the. Yeah. So this is. Um, <laughs> do you are you experiencing Isn't that it? Weird. I it, so for me, um, I'm seeing more on the my left hand side where uh-huh. they look funky. For some, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the cross that's in the middle right, of the screen, yeah. but for some reason, it seems like the people on the left look a little funkier than the people brain? on the right. 
I don't know. I think it probably has something to do with with yeah. your eye focus or the way that your brain is is uh, processing your field of view. I mean, but it's it's funny because yeah, it's it's like you know that it's. I'm just gonna throw a celebrity. I don't yeah. even know if I, if this celebrity was on there. Yeah, but it's like you know that's Robin Williams, but it's Robin Williams with like huge, gigantic huge forehead, an, huge anime or, eyes, yeah, yes, or something, right. or like uh-huh. a really just like putty yeah. face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's happening there? It, it's all related to the the Caputo effect and what mm-hmm. we were we're experiencing. But this is kind of a, a slightly different version of it. Again, our brain doesn't want to spend all the energy to process everything. And so what it does when those faces are flashing is it is quickly identifying what is different in this face compared to the other one. Mm-hmm. So if you see if you see somebody with uh, small eyes and then it goes to somebody with big eyes, in that quick second, your brain is saying, this person has bigger eyes and they're gigantic mm-hmm. is the way that you perceive it. This person has a gigantic jaw. And so you see a gigantic jaw when really the difference is not that extreme Mm -hmm. your brain's processing it so fast and just trying to give you the the pattern to fill it in really quickly for you to uh recognize it and that's what's happening in the caputo effect it's just not comparing it with anything but it is your brain kind of grasping that oh wait you have a you have a furry beard like an old man you have an old man beard yeah right (laughs) and so that's your brain is just like that's all the energy i'm giving you is it's an old man beard Uh or whatever this is a scientific thing that we know about now Knowing this, we can go back in history and think about all the people who are scrying and everything, all the people who've ever experienced a ghost in a mirror, and we can say they're experiencing the Caputo effect. This is just your brain tricking you, okay? Now, what I believe is that that would be irresponsible to have that standpoint, that everything that you're seeing is the Caputo effect in your brain and you don't have to take anything. I'm not saying that it is incorrect, right? I'm just saying that if someone were to just say that and dismiss everything that people have ever scried, everything that uh, every haunted thing that anyone has ever experienced in a mirror, then it's not fair because here is an argument, and this goes with psychedelics, because a lot of times people will seek out psychedelic experiences, peyote trips, uh, LSD, LSD things, and they are... Yeah, aspirin. <laughs> and they are often billed, especially kind of spiritual things like peyote. They are kind of advertised as like a spiritual awakening or something. Mm-hmm. Like your mind is opened and you get... Taken you know, off the blinders. Right. And now you understand the world better than you would have before. I think that it's all kind of related. And it can be argued and, you know, truly, purely like close-minded skeptics will say that I'm crazy here, but I think this is only fair to say. And that is that, sure, this is the science of how it's happening. The Caputo effect is what we're seeing. But what if there? What if the real magic comes from how a person interprets that? In other words, let's say I have a gift of scrying, and I can look and I can scry, and I see in the mirror something that is going to happen in the future or whatever. It's going to, somebody, I'm doing a reading and this is an interpretation that I see. I'm seeing something in my crystal ball Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you that this is what I'm seeing. The magic may be in your ability to interpret what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. The Caputo effect and your brain laziness and stuff is what's actually distorting the things for you. Most of us 
will either get scared of the ghost or not care or whatever. But then some people might say, but I think that this actually means something. I'm taking meaning out of what I'm seeing. And in many cases, because, and the only reason I say this, even though I've never experienced this, I know a lot of people who feel like they have had experiences where things like scrying have been real. Like it's told me things that if either comforted me or helped me do things, whatever, you know. And so there are a lot of people, the reason why so many people believe it is because there are experiences that they've had that cause them to keep believing in it, right? I I would add to that by saying I think there are, we don't understand our brains at all, right? right? So on the one hand, it's very lazy. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, it's extremely hyperactive, right? So, you know, we, for the most part, are only conscious of our conscious mind, right? right? Like our active thoughts. And there is a ton that happens subconsciously. Mm -hmm. And I think there are some people that are just, their subconscious is attuned. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like anything, you know, like if you develop a skill, if you flex that muscle, you can, I I believe, like Mm -hmm. I don't don't have any scientific proof of this, but I think you could kind of like, in the same way that you can have lucid dreaming, Mm -hmm. like you can train your subconscious mind to take a more active role right. in in whatever you're doing, What's right? Going and I think you know it, it could be a little bit of a circular thing. So mm-hmm. you have two people who believe in a thing, and you know it could be that just over time, you know, over years, your brain has been trained, subconscious brain, to pick up on very minute things. Right. You know, like Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Be like, I can see that you are wearing this, so I can tell that you. That are it's not necessarily magic. It's just hyper. I'm just super focused. Awareness. Yeah, of and what's then going on. Yep. for the recipient you have the, I'm hyper receptive to this information, right. and this feedback. I believe that what I'm going mm-hmm. to get is a peek into the future. Yeah. And could also kind of prompt your subconscious to be like, I'm going, because I know that this is kind of predestined. Right. I'm going to subconsciously curve and carve my way towards that yep. ultimate reality. Yep. Right. Um, and especially if it's something that you know, a lot of times you will go to these people and I'm like, I have a question. I have a thing. Am I going to find love? Right. Right. And they're like, yes, yes you right. will. You will. <laughs> Here's where you will find that love. You are going to do everything you can to, to, to make that to happen. steer yourself yep. in that direction. So, I mean, I know that's a little bit different, but I think it's a similar kind it, of thing. It, it like, is the same kind of idea that like, just because science can explain what's happening right. doesn't mean that that's all that's happening. Totally. hundred percent right. agree with that. Yeah. And I, and, and even that, with that, like uh, me being kind of a skeptic, yeah. you know, paranormal skeptic, I think we may not fully understand it, but I do believe that there is a scientific basis right. that you could say, okay, this is likely what is probably happening. Here, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And there is, you know, um, to kind of represent other sides, there are, uh, I mean, there's the argument, it's a similar argument that whereas our brain, we understand the science as to why we start to see the distortions but we don't actually understand fully why specific distortions are the ones that we see. Why we see so things, yeah. in the in the celebrity thing, we can identify why we're seeing that. But when we're just looking at our own face, why is it that your forehead? Why did you look angry? Right. Why were your eyes angry or yeah. your mouth angry, depending on where you were looking? Why did your beard look older and not the top of your head or mm-hmm. whatever it is? You know, it can be argued that there is some power somewhere that is directing the distortions that you're seeing, mm-hmm. you know, or is filling that in, right? I feel like that could also be environmental. Yeah. I mean, so there that's the thing, is it, it, it could be... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I, like what? 
or whatever your societal norm is. Okay. So, like, um, since this is not a video podcast, right, I, yeah. I can <laughs> point out that uh, Ben and Brant have more of a full head of hair than I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bald. Just slightly. I'm not bald, but, I, but you know, I definitely have a you thin... You have a bigger forehead. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, yeah. A creative I, interpretation of hair. Yeah, I, no, but, you know, no, I actually, I don't have a lot, but I have hair. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not bald. It's there. Yeah. Um, but... Um, and in a societal norm, like bald is bad, right? Okay. So, Brant, when he's looking in that mirror, uh, you know, of course, you know, I'm not Dr. Bob Roberts, PhD, right? Like, <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I did, I studied business, but you know, so like, so there's, it's very much that you know, Brant could be looking in that, and it's like, oh, I'm getting an old man beard because some on some very very deep subconscious right. level, it's like bald is. I can't see myself with bald because I see because so that's it's that's, like, that's bad, and uh, so your brain is already pre kind of wired to accept a certain I, expectation. I, it, well, and I, I'm not sure, and I don't know that the wiring is like you're born with it. Yeah, it's probably like a bit of both. I mean, like The Rock and I both know that you know bald is badass, right? Like, as opposed <laughs> yeah. to uh, is bad, and so. And we get confused with each other, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and so I can see that. Uh, well, yeah. no, that's a good point. I did get, I did uh, when I was younger and more tan because I'd be outside more. I did get confused. Like a lot of Polynesians thought I was oh, part okay. Polynesian. I could see that. And so, so, yeah, everybody's like, once that's another one of those things. Like once I say that, people are like, oh yeah, yeah, and I uh, you look Polynesian. I, yeah. So it's interesting that you say about kind of like the the location and you know the what is it the the nurture versus nature right. kind of thing. So I I think a, a lot of our perception is the nurture side of it, mm-hmm. right? So you know I don't think somebody deep in India is going to see Jesus on their toast. They're going right, to see a yeah. sacred cow or they're going to or see some other local right, deity or something. Exactly. Right. And so, you know, um, I, I think you'll see what you want to see, right? Yeah. Like your brain is like, is familiar. your brain I want is to trying to find something it's familiar. It's trying to find meaning to things. Right. Yeah. Okay. This has been awesome. Well, thank you gentlemen for joining me today. And, uh, I promise no ghosts will follow you home from my fake mirrors so that I made. And, <laughs> And sorry, I deceived you. I was promised a haunting. <laughs> I'll be honest. When you showed me like the, the, the obs- you know, I'm using obsidian air quotes, the obsidian one, I was like, that doesn't look like obsidian. But I was it like, does. You can actually buy obsidian mirrors. They look exactly like this out of okay. actual obsidian. I mean, I believe you. Right. I'm, right, I'm not right. saying it's not. But I was like, man, that is the sheen they put on that guy. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can just buy them from Amazon, actually. You yeah. can buy it like a four-inch round. Uh, actually, when I was in Mexico, they were selling them because you can actually also look up at the sun through, through them, them and like watch a, an eclipse. Uh, but they're shiny just like this. The I have an idea system. for you. What's that? Is we need to sell... You know those digital picture frames? Oh, yeah. So just flash a bunch of celebrity pictures behind it, behind actual obsidian, so, so you can't people, see it. You can't see it, but your and eyes keep thinking like, something Oh my is gosh, my face is putty. Oh no! Okay, we're That's trademarking. We're copywriting, trademarking. Done. That's right. Million Done. dollar idea right there. All right. Well, thank you. And again, listeners, uh, any links or pictures that we talked about will be available in the show notes at the website othersideofstrange.com. So. Uh, And if you have stories about mirrors or other stories that you'd like to share, please uh, let me know through the website. I 
love to talk about them on the show. Uh, so until next time, see you next time. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>